Turning from the truth to a lie causes us to lose sight of the eternal and become limited to the obvious. The consciousness of self is a direct result of the fall. To lose an awareness of self, we must gain an awareness of God. Hold on to those thoughts. Hi there, this is the King's Daughter bringing to you the summary of chapter 5 of the book You Are Not What You Weigh by Lisa Bever. In this chapter titled The Root of Image, Lisa opens up our eyes to see and believe that physical awareness and captivity to self are rooted in the fall. She encourages us to move from the realm of self-mastery to the realm of God-consciousness. In doing this, she takes us back to the beginning, the book of Genesis, where we have Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, the perfect picture of the relationship God had designed for man with himself just before the fall. She points out something I am surprised I have not noted before now. That the Bible offers no description of Adam and Eve in terms of, no physical description of Adam and Eve in terms of their stature, their skin or hair color. Like wow, I, I don't even know if Adam and Eve were short or fat or thin. Isn't it interesting? So where did we get the idea of describing ourselves in terms of our physical characteristics? While in the Garden of Eden, When Adam and Eve ate of the fruits of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they became introduced to the law of sin and death. When this happened, they became more conscious of themselves. Haven't you wondered that what changed? They had always been naked. Why all of a sudden? The Bible says that they were naked and not ashamed. Meaning, they were in such a realm that they did not even take cognizance or were not aware of their nakedness. Their nakedness meant nothing to them because that was not their focus. So that was not what their sight was fixed or fixated on at the time. And then all of a sudden, this happens and there's a switch of consciousness. So their eyes are shut to the consciousness of who they are in Christ. And now they become more conscious of themselves. In this happening... Lisa makes us understand that they exchange the truth for the lie. Remember those quotes I, 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 the quotes I, I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. She states that they exchange the truth for a lie, the truth of who they are in Christ, for the lie of what their eyes can see. She portrays this fact by saying only a fool exchanges truth for a lie. The seen for the unseen, the temporal for the eternal. I have a question for you today. How have you exchanged truth for a lie? How have you exchanged the seen for the unseen? How have you exchanged the temporal for the eternal? I think you should take some time to think about this. After the fall, men began to be described by their physical characteristics and this continued all through the old testament to the new testament up until the time of john and it's understandable because john the baptist was the one who prepared the way for jesus so that was around the time the era of the ministry of jesus and he came to change the focus 
from our outward and natural appearance to the healing and eternal person. Basically, Jesus came to rescue what had been lost in the garden. Paul buttresses this fact by the scripture in 2 Corinthians 5 16 to 17. I'll quote NKJV. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone in Christ is a new creation, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. In this chapter, Lisa is encouraging us to to focus on the important things, to not trade the truth for the lie. In this same vein, I will ask you, stop asking people, telling people, greeting people with saying they've gained weight. Oh, you've lost weight. Oh, good morning. Change. Consider your ways. And do not trade the truth for a lie.